My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 194 of The Kate Show. Today, we're talking about how you should be using Instagram as a high-end home service provider. Everything I'm about to say to you today is being said from that perspective. What I'm saying today is not going to apply to every entrepreneur out there in the creative industry, but it will apply to those of you who offer custom interior design and home staging and professional organizing. Like when I say professional organizing, I mean you're going into people's homes and doing the organizing for them um, and custom window treatments. So I don't want someone who is like a realtor listening and be like, okay, well, I guess all of this applies to me. Some of it might, but I cannot guarantee that all of it will because the home industry, aside from real estate, is so incredibly unique because it's custom, because it's tailored to each client. There is nothing mass produced about it and therefore the marketing looks and feels very differently. But for so long, people in the home industry have been told they need to market their businesses the same way someone in a different industry would. And that has caused a lot of problems for the designer, stager, organizer, and window treatment professional because they're being told to put on shoes that don't fit and shoes that are not functional or practical for what their business needs to get done if that analogy makes any sense. But before I get into all of that, I would like to thank today's sponsor, HoneyBook. If you are looking for a professional client workflow tool that can be automated, then you need to check out HoneyBook. You can use code SOCIALITE for 50% off your first year. That discount is something you'll never find on their website because they only offer up to 40% off. And I'm really excited to bring you 50% off because it's a savings of literally hundreds of dollars per year. So go to share.honeybook.com forward slash socialite to claim that huge discount right now. All right, guys, posting on Facebook and Instagram is the most stressful part of marketing for home professionals. And I have had many interior designers tell me that consistency is the hardest part. I've also had stagers tell me they aren't even sure what to say. I've had window treatment professionals tell me they wouldn't even be on social media if they didn't run a business, and I've had organizers tell me they secretly hate social media and wish it didn't exist. Does any of this resonate with you guys? If so, you aren't broken. You aren't making some colossal marketing mistake. You are listening to that gut instinct that tells you, you know what? This doesn't fit my business. This doesn't feel right. And if you ask anyone who has been running a successful high-end home industry business for the last decade, they're going to tell you, yeah, we don't get clients from social media. We get them from referrals. Referral-based business is a great sign of health and longevity for any brand, especially one that is custom and service-based and in the home industry. Your business is not outdated or doing something wrong if you receive new clients primarily from referrals or even solely from referrals, but you might feel pressured to somehow get leads through social media as though those leads will be better or more numerous than your word of mouth referrals. Today on The Kate Show, I'm going to show you exactly how you should be using social media as a home industry pro and what you should and should not expect from it. So spoiler alert, if social media is causing you stress, you're doing it wrong. And that should be really good news because when I've talked about this before with people, even just one-on-one on a call, they're like, oh my gosh, you just changed my marketing life. 
I feel so much better. My stress just went from a 10 to a 2. This is amazing. So I suggest that you hit pause if you're going to be distracted during this episode and come back to it later. Not because I have such amazing words of wisdom, but because I'm literally just spitting out facts that are being presented to me as a marketer, and I am showing you how they apply to the home industry so you can make a good decision for your business. Before we get into that, I would like to give a shout out to someone who left an amazingly sweet review of the podcast, Miss Moni. Uh, Miss Monty says, I love listening to the podcast. It has stepped up our game when it comes to our marketing. You get right to the point with valuable and executable information. Because of the podcast, we joined Socialite Vault, and we now have consistent, valuable email newsletters and blogs. I try my best to recommend your podcast and vault services when questions come up in Facebook design groups. Thank you so much, Kate, for all the information you give and providing an easy-to-use marketing service like Socialite Vault. Moni, thank you so much. I am really, really glad that we have you in the vault, and I'm glad that you're using the content, you're using all the services, and I'm excited to watch your business grow even more as a result. All right, guys, let's get into today's episode. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. By now, you've probably guessed that social media is not the place to be selling custom interior design, home staging, organizing, or window treatments. So rather than posting nonstop or stressing about how you don't post enough, let's reframe the purpose of social media so that it actually fits your business model. Your business shouldn't conform to the marketing method. The marketing method should make sense for your business. And if it doesn't make sense for your business, then you just need to stop wasting time on it. When do you actually need social media marketing? This is a question that I do get asked because they're like, okay, so if I don't need it to market these services, in what situation might I need it so that I can be prepared? Social media isn't the solution to growing your business unless you meet all of the following parameters. Number one, you sell retail products with mass appeal. Number two, your retail product with mass appeal is priced affordably, so it's not luxury. Number three, your affordable retail product falls into one of the Instagram product categories that are statistically known to sell well on the platform. Those product categories are, and I'm going to list off about 16 of them. Don't feel like you have to write these down. I'm going to break it down for you in just a minute. The categories are apparel, jewelry, lower-end retail home decor. Think um, Pottery Barn and Target, places like that. Accessories like sunglasses, watches, bags, health and beauty products, fitness products, affordable art and gifts, personal services like salons, dance studios, Food, electronics, phone accessories, 3D printed products, baby products, clothes and toys, pet products, cooking accessories, and organic natural products. Now, notice that custom high-end services and home-related online courses even are not included in this list of items that sell well on Instagram. Furniture, when low-end retail or high-end trade only, is also not included among Instagram's best-selling product types. The home decor category refers to DIY inspiration and uses big box store products that are easy to ship, 
affordable and widely available. That way another Instagram user could easily go duplicate the look they want. Now let me repeat myself here. Social media is wonderful, amazing, and it's a profitable place to sell the appropriate retail products, whether you're selling your own product line or a brand is paying you to post about theirs. However, and that is a big, big however, social media is not a place to sell custom services. Custom services are sold on a one-to-one -one basis, such as a client referral, or an interaction between a stranger and your website, meaning your SEO is working, or a contact in your mailing list who reads your newsletter, or an in-person meet and greet. There is no fast, mass appeal way to sell something that is completely unique to each person and their situation. Knowing all of this, you might be wondering, okay, should I just delete my social media accounts? Well, you could, and honestly, you wouldn't be hurting your business at all if you did that, but maybe you're not ready to do that. Maybe you're like, ooh, that feels a little bit too much against the grain, a little too extreme. That's fine. If you want to still use social media, then, then use it, but keep these principles in mind. And I've got about four different principles here for you. Number one, you will have a DIY audience. You are not going to get leads from the platform who can afford you. And if you do get a lead, they're going to be looking at your lowest level service possible. Maybe you want to sell your lowest level service. Maybe you're like, yeah, I actually want to get away from the small projects and go to the big ones. I'm tired of people shopping me. People just want to get me on the phone and get free advice out of me. And it ends up being a bad lead. And I have had interior designers especially tell me this, like when I do get a lead from Instagram, it's a very small job, it's not profitable, and I want bigger jobs, or I want better clients, and then they have to look for leads elsewhere. So, the Instagram demographic earns around 70,000 per year or less, so most of the users on Instagram are going to be, you know, solidly in the middle class, even below that, and that's not a bad thing. You know, it's no shame to them whatsoever, but you also have to look at this from a business perspective and be like, if I'm marketing to a group of people who will never be able to afford me or because of the culture of the mindset of whatever, they're not even going to be thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to go hire a designer. I'm going to hire someone to stage my house. I'm going to hire someone to organize for me. If they're just not in that mindset, then trying to market to them until you're blue in the face is not a good use of your time or money because these people are also very scrappy, which I am a huge proponent of, of course, you know, in the right situation, um, because they're just going to DIY it. And I, I personally like some DIY, but I also, I have seen the value of hiring a professional to do what that professional does. Not everybody believes that. Not everybody thinks that way. And that's okay, but you just have to recognize that and be like, okay, these are not my people. I'm going to go find my people, wherever else they might be. Social media principle number two, followers and likes are useless numbers. And really, it's just because of everything I said. So if your ideal client isn't part of the Instagram demographic, you don't need to fret about the number of likes you get on each post or the number of followers you gain or lose. Instead, just focus on making sure each thing that you post reflects your work or your personality. Additionally, keep in mind that Instagram does not contribute to your SEO. It does not increase your website traffic. Therefore, it doesn't have a lot of value to you in any other ways either. But by the way, Pinterest does. Pinterest helps SEO. Pinterest helps website traffic. Pinterest is a good place to be if you are a high-end service provider in the home industry. But I digress. This episode of The Kate Show is brought to you in part by Socialite Vault. Did you guys know we give away free marketing templates in the vault? 
That's right, you don't have to be a member to test drive these templates. Just go to socialitevault.com and click on the freebies tab. These templates are specific to designers, stagers, workrooms, and organizers. They're beautiful and easy to edit in Canva. Go to socialitevault.com to grab your templates now. Social media principle number three, less is more effective. If you're going to be on social media, then post with consistency, but not with insanity. You don't need to post every day. That would burn out even the best of us. You don't need to create reels if you don't want to. Heck, you don't even have to use a stories feature if you don't want to. I don't. I don't do stories. I've never done a reel in my life. Instead, post once a week and ensure that each post is either a photo of your work or of yourself, like your personal life, pets, events, family, your hobbies. You can also share the occasional tip knowing that this will appeal to the DIYers, and that's perfect because they're the ones following you, the DIYers. Social media principle number four, you are not hurting your business by posting sparingly. You don't have to post more than once a week to keep your brand current, to attract shelter magazines, or provide enough content for qualified leads who are doing their research. Now, if you are on social media for exposure for your business and you want to attract the shelter magazine, you should actually work with a PR agency who has an in with that magazine. That's going to be a really good use of your money. You're going to get featured. It's not going to be just a, well, I'll post and hopefully someone finds me situation. You need to be a little bit more of a go-getter than that. And I know sometimes I talk kind of harshly. I'm sorry, guys. But I, I don't want you to spend hours and hours and hours of your time posting on social media just hoping that you'll get the exposure that you want or need when there's actually a better, much more efficient, much more guaranteed way of doing it. Uh, I think that PR agencies are wonderful. That's not a service that we offer but you can easily Google one, do your research, and get connected with them if your goal is to be featured in a shelter magazine. Now, the other thing you might be thinking is, well, what if I have a potential client who is doing their research on me and they go to my Instagram and they see that I don't have a ton of posts? Well, that's a pretty big what if. So first of all, do your leads actually check out your Instagram? Maybe, but most of them will go to your website first. If your website is well done, that's pretty much all the research they need to do besides reading your Google reviews. So make sure you have a Google business listing. That's really important for a lot of reasons. Your Instagram presence is rarely a determining factor for a serious client. If they do look at your Instagram, they're going to judge you based on the quality of what you've already posted, not on how many times per week you post. Nobody cares about that. They're just going to go look at your feed and see, oh, does it look professional? Does it look curated? Perfect. Okay. That wasn't really a determining factor. Just wanted to take a quick look. You might be also thinking, um, Kate, this is kind of weird because you run a marketing agency and you used to offer all these social media services. What's going on here? Okay. So yes, <laughs> I once had a vested financial interest in social media. My agency used to offer social media management and we made significant revenue doing it. It would have been in the best interest of my agency to teach all of you that social media is completely necessary and it's so much work and that's why you should outsource it to us. But that is slimy and gross and not even true. Social media doesn't make sense for your industry. While some people get the occasional client off social media, it is rare. And it's also even more rare that that client is a good one. It's also not worth outsourcing your social media. You should be able to post once a week on your own and move on with your business. Now, what if you are already working with a social media manager? 
I am not saying anything against social media managers. I used to be one. I think that a lot of them work really hard and they provide a lot of helpful data. But if you aren't clear on your goals or if you have an incorrect perspective or expectation of social media, you're going to make yourself miserable and you're going to make your social media manager miserable too. So if you've already hired a social media manager and you're wondering if, when, and how they're going to help you grow your business, you have to do your own due diligence. Don't blame a lack of followers or a lack of likes on the social media manager. They can only post the content you provide them. They can only post the images you give them or the notes so they can create captions for you. On the same note of that, be aware if they are making inflated promises to you regarding follower growth, exposure, and media opportunities, because none of those are guaranteed. Absolutely not a single one. You should be asking them and yourself questions like, if I do get new followers, how does that directly impact my business? Guys, it doesn't. Okay, followers are a vanity metric. They really don't impact your business, especially in the home industry. And then you have to ask yourself, well, what is your goal? Is your goal to have more exposure? If so, to whom and why? Are you trying to get more exposure to a demographic who cannot afford to hire you? Why? What action should this audience take after being exposed to your business? Do the audience members know what action they're supposed to take? Or does your sales funnel falter starting and ending with social media? Also ask yourself, where am I getting my best clients and can I get my past clients to refer me more often? This is a huge reason why email marketing has a return on investment of over 3,000% compared to that of social media. Email marketing is where it's at for this industry. You can also be asking yourself, I'm totally new to the industry. Is social media the best way to become known or do I actually need to meet real people in real time? I think you know the answer to this question because I've spoken to a lot of my listeners. You all are incredibly smart. Your Instagram feed would be a sad, poor replacement for you showing up at in-person events or asking for introductions to the right people. There is no replacement for you, my dear. Guys, running a business can be quite difficult. We have been told that social media is the easy way out of marketing, but nothing could be further from the truth. And we all realize that. We're like, good grief, social media is freaking hard. Is it supposed to be? Well, not really. Social media is shiny object syndrome, digitalized from the modern age. It is a place of distraction and not intention most of the time. It's not a place that serious leads will look to find their next trusted home professional. It's time that we start taking social media more seriously by seeing it for what it really is. It's a place to have fun, share your work, and stay in touch with colleagues. If you think you might want to sell retail products, your strategy will have to completely change, but only when you actually have products to sell and a sales funnel to support it. If you think you might want to launch an online course in the near future, I know a lot of you have talked about this, you're not going to run to social media because that is not where you're going to make sales. You're going to have to look at email marketing, lead magnets, sales funnels, blogging, because that is how courses are sold. I know of course creators who make millions and it's not because they're on social media. In fact, they're hardly ever on social media. It's because they have a sales funnel and they use email marketing and blogging and lead magnets. Social media is not a sales tool and that's why more personal content will always do far better on the platform. When you are on Instagram, don't be a business trying to connect with people. Be a person who is trying to share snippets of life and work with other people. This is going to lower your stress, reshape your perspective, and save you a crap ton of time, money, and anxiety. So 
this is your permission to go worry about something else. <laughs> All right, guys, I have a ton of resources for you at the end of the show notes of this episode. So if you want more information on how to navigate some sponsorships, how to collaborate with people in real life so that you can get more referrals, how to connect with realtors, builders, or investors, how to lighten your marketing workload if you can't outsource it, how to be just more productive in your marketing, how to use marketing templates for your business. You're going to find all that information linked in the show notes. So go to katethesocialite.com and click on the podcast. This is episode 194, tons of information for you. All right, until next time, guys, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.